Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Alex Schaefer has been involved in acapella for quite a while, first with the high school group GT Vocal Point, then moving into mixing and engineering and now heading sound for half a dozen Varsity Vocal Midwest events and with his latest endeavor, uh, Audio Max Production. He's mixed a ton of scholastic groups, a few pro groups, and mixes most of the festivals in the Minneapolis sort of tri-state area. We're thrilled to welcome and introduce you to Alex. Hey, Alex, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Rachel? Awesome. Thank you. So, I wanted to start off asking about your experience in Vocal Point and how you got involved. Uh, yeah, so fun fact, I was never actually in the group uh, as a performer. Um, I started out with them as a sound engineer, kind of shadowing um, the guy that was running their sound. Uh, his name is Brock. Um, and I learned a lot of stuff from him, um, just kind of watching what he was doing, um, traveling with Vocal Point to the various events that they performed at, um, just kind of getting an overall feel of how everything worked and how they set things up um, and how the sound worked and everything. Um, and that was kind of the biggest thing that I did with Vocal Point. I never really did perform, um, but I also did the sound for like all the high school stuff, um, the different musicals and plays and uh, concerts that went on there. Um, so I never really, in terms of acapella, I never got into the performing side of things. Um, I was more on the production side of things, the entire um, involvement that I had with it. And what about that, what about acapella drew you? Was it just like there happened to be a need and you were interested in learning? Or was there something specific about acapella that that you felt drawn to? Um, well, when I first started out with sound in general, it was mainly the concerts and stuff. And then when I did start coming with Vocal Point, I just kind of fell in love with the way that they could make the music, the way that things could sound coming out of the speakers, just amplifying um, the sound that they can make and making it kind of like, not a rock concert per se, but just like this huge concert that people love to come to and sing along to songs um, and just making people smile and enjoying the music that they're making. Absolutely. So then in terms of engineering how is it different engineering acapella versus like a a school play or some other kind of you know like something with instruments how, what what how is that different for you um so there's a lot of aspects that go into um working with the human voice with microphones um because each person is different um their mic technique is different um so there's a lot of different things that can be happening, even going from one performer to the next, even with the exact same equipment, um, versus if it's instrument to instrument, they are different, but they are very similar, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, usually you'll set up the microphone and it'll be in the same spot every time you set it up, um, and it doesn't really move unless it gets bumped. Whereas if you have a performer, typically they're going to be moving around on stage and their microphone could be moving around. Um, so just even just physical things like that that happen on stage while they're performing, um, it can be, it's just a different feel to get used to and to uh, learn how to run the board um, when it's a performer rather than an instrument. Cool. In terms of sort of moving into making this be like a, a full-time gig for you, where did that idea come from? And, you know, sort of how how's it going? How is that transition for you? So I started out, you know, at the school just kind of doing stuff and I was traveling with Vocal Point and then some schools are like, hey, you know, 
this sounds really good. Would you be willing to come and do stuff like do one of our concerts? And I'm like, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, and the choir director was able to, uh, Ryan Stumpkeys, he was able to, some people contacted him directly asking, um, for recommendations or who I was, um, because they really liked the sound. Um, and he gave them my information. Um, and it's just kind of happened slowly, but surely since then, um, growing all the time, um, and just kind of getting gigs. Um, it just keeps coming and growing and, um, it just, Eventually, you know, I officially started the business with the company name, uh, AudioMax Production, and I had the official business title, um, and it's just kind of running by itself now. So it's pretty pretty cool experience. That's amazing. And that's led you to an opportunity with Varsity Vocals, which is a pretty big deal. Congratulations, first off. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Sure. So have you done Varsity Vocals mixing for the competitions before, or is this new for you? Uh, last year was the first year that I did it. Um, Elise Hackle got in contact with me um, and asked me to do the Midwest shows. Um, and I went out and I ran some of the shows and she said, you're coming back next year. And I said, <laughs> okay, if you say so. Um, and I just love doing it because it's so amazing to be able to hear all the different groups um, and just the variety from group to group, even in the same competition. Um, just the different styles that they have. And it's so cool just to, it's, it's such a different experience group to group. And I love it. That's awesome. Is it challenging for you to, uh, I imagine day of performance is probably really stressful in terms of getting the run through and doing sound checks and all of that. How do you handle that process? Um, so I've kind of gotten a process down, um, throughout the years of me doing it. Um, and it can be stressful if things don't go right, but that's kind of one of the things about me too, is I love, um, high stress, high pressure environments like that. Um, being able to problem solve at an instant, um, and just get things done and taken care of right away. Um, but it's really getting that process down to try to prevent that. Mm. Um, but having that kind of a background also is nice in case something does go wrong. Um, because it is a fairly similar process from um, show to show, uh, same concept overall uh, for me anyways. Yeah. Um, so in terms of next steps, what are you, where are you hoping that AudioMax production goes? What, what would you like to see next for yourself and the company? Um, that's a great question. Um, I would love for it to continue to grow as it has in the last couple of years that it's been alive. Um, I have thought about maybe moving into kind of selling some equipment and helping grow there and expand the opportunities that I have for clients um, and being able to help school districts guide them through what they need um, for a sound system if that's what they're looking to do. Um, and really just helping people with their sound needs um, or desires that they have because that's one of the things I love about it. Um, and that's kind of what it's all, what we're all about over at audio max production. It is. How, how big is your crew now? Is it just you? Do you have others to help out? Uh, yep. It's just me. And then if I need some help here and there, I'll ask some people if they're willing to help me out with carrying equipment or just being an assistant on a show, uh, if I need an extra set of hands. 
Is there any overlap for the Midwest events where you might have to bring in somebody to cover a show? So I, I know that Varsity Vocals, the events often have overlap, but maybe not in the same region. Uh, yep. The, the same region, uh, there's no overlap with Varsity Vocals. Um, the different regions, you know, they do overlap just because it kind of happens. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been contacted much about the other regions. Uh, there was an opportunity that I had to go out to the West quarterfinal in Napa, California, um, which happened to fit with my schedule. And that was an amazing opportunity that I got to work with the people out there. Um, but there's nothing that's really overlapped that's been a problem, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I've usually been able to take care of it. Um, I haven't had to hire outside um, help to come in and run a different show for me. Um, just because usually we've been able to work it out or, um, make it work kind of thing. Yeah. Any sort of different vein of question, any, any desire for yourself to start doing acapella singing since that's not what your background is? Um, I've always kind of had that in the back of my head. Um, I did sing choir when I was in school, um, and I was a bass. Um, so I, and, when I've had these groups perform, I'll catch myself like kind of singing along to the bass line or maybe doing a little bit of the vocal percussion kind of stuff. Mm. Um, that if, if I were to do some performing, that would probably be the area that I go into, um, because I'm most familiar with it. Um, I'm not much of a singer in public kind of thing. Um, but I do like at home and I'll just be bored or something and I'll find myself doing a little vocal percussion, um, just testing out some noises, seeing if I can do some stuff that I've seen people do, or um, just kind of doing a bass song as I listen to a song in the car or something like that. Yeah. Have you felt inspired by what you've heard with things that, does it give you an opportunity maybe to suggest things to other groups from things that you've heard from previous groups? Uh, Yeah, I've been very fortunate to watch groups get critiqued um, by people like Tony Huerta, uh, Rob Dietz, Ben Spaulding. Um, I've been very fortunate in that aspect of things. Um, so I've kind of been able to take what they're saying and under, kind of understand what they mean by what they're saying. Um, and I'm able to kind of explain that to other people um, to say, you know, this is what it means. Um, but it is a, something that I am working on is making myself be able to do it as well. Yeah. Um, just those different um, suggestions that they have. Yeah. Is that maybe an area of growth for the company? Is that something like you want to maybe try and get into or is maybe more on the, the back of your mind? Um, I have thought about it before. I thought it'd be really cool. Um, I think my main focus has just been on the mixing and kind of growing that aspect, but I definitely would not turn down any um, kind of a critiquing thing. Um, if somebody wanted my opinion on things or kind of a different view on things, um, I would not turn that down because I think that would be really fun to be able to work with the groups um, to help them grow and better themselves too. Awesome. Well, Alex, with everything you have going on, I'm so grateful that you took some time to speak with us. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. And for those people who might be interested in your services, can you let our listeners know where they might find you? Uh, yeah, they can go online to www.audiomaxproduction.com. Um, there's a contact form there that you can fill out. Um, there's some testimonials on there um, and just kind of what we're all about and what we can do for you. 
Um, otherwise, if they want to contact me directly, um, it's alex at audiomaxproduction.com for an email address. Um, they can feel free to contact me with any questions or any events that they're looking to book me for. Awesome. Well, uh, we hope that you all do take the opportunity to do that. And again, thank you so much to thank you so much to Alex Schaefer from Audiomax Production. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio, with special shout-out to Sam Baker for audio assistance. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video, only at acaville.org.